0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, March 22nd, 2021. I'm Caleb Brown. The Biden administration has pledged to do what's right for young people crossing the U.S. border. There are several ways they could make good on that pledge sooner than later. Cato's David Beer comments Give us a sense of what has changed uh, at the border over the last six years or so in terms of uh, young people just appearing. Uh, either without uh, parents or some sort of guardian or uh, families trying to move across a border? Not a lot has changed, in fact. Um,
1: You know, this is a very similar phenomenon to what we were seeing in 2014. It has come in in ebbs and flows, but this is very similar to, uh, you know, past uh, experiences with um, people crossing the border. Um, you know, young children, uh, minors, teenagers uh, crossing the border in groups uh, seeking asylum. And uh, really, it's mainly a flow from Central America, uh, uh, Northern Triangle countries um, that are traveling in these families and, and traveling as unaccompanied uh, children or, or children without uh, their parents, at least. And uh, so, it, it not much is is different. Uh, what's different, ultimately, is some of the procedures have changed. Um, but over time, but the phenomenon of migration is the same.
0: So, what leads the U.S. government? What are the authorities that uh, tell the U.S. government that these young people should be expelled?
1: Well, uh, for a few months in, in 2020, uh, the authority uh, was uh, conferred from Title 42 of the U.S. Code, which is a public uh, health authority uh, granted to the director of the Centers for Disease and Control and Prevention, uh, or the CDC. And the CDC uh, made a declaration in March that it was against the public health interest of the United States to allow um, anyone uh, who is undocumented to apply for asylum in the United States. And uh, that authority has been in effect to some extent uh, since that time. Uh, Ultimately, the declaration was ruled illegal uh for a brief period from november until late january uh as it applied to unaccompanied kids Uh, the court found that uh, for a variety of reasons it was contrary to law Uh, the authority is only granted to uh, restrict the introduction of persons uh, into this country and the court found that that was not uh, that authority did not extend to expelling someone who was already in the country Um, and so it's still controversial whether this is is legal or not Uh, the origin of the uh, order came from the trump white house Uh, they actually had to overrule uh, the cdc uh, health experts who refused to uh, make the conclusion that they wanted to make uh, with respect to uh, the threat supposedly posed by um, people seeking asylum uh, in this country. And now uh, there's even less of a basis to it because they're um, conducting COVID tests uh, either through NGOs or through, um, you know, directly uh, at the facilities uh, for all of these people. And anyone who tests positive is is quarantined. And uh, anyone who tests negative is either expelled from the country after they test negative, which you know, is totally contrary to the supposed justification, or they uh, they are released uh, in some instances, and and the main instance, the only actual exception that we have is still for these unaccompanied children traveling without their parents. Uh, that is an exception that was initially uh, imposed by court order in November, uh, but it has been extended uh, voluntarily essentially by the Biden administration um, in late January and uh, continuing on to the the present day. And and we've seen large numbers of unaccompanied children uh, traveling uh, across the border
0: since that time. All right. So if the Biden administration uh, shows itself to be serious about um, putting the interests of these kids first, what policy changes should uh, they adopt immediately?
1: Well, the most important context for this whole entire discussion is that all the consulates in these countries are closed. You can't get a visa, period, uh, to come to the United States um, from Central America. So there is no legal immigration system to begin with. Even if the consulates were open, none of these people would be eligible for visas. There's no refugee program in these countries Uh, So that's the main reason why they're traveling to the border to try to get in because they can't travel on a plane legally and orderly. Uh, The second, you know, component of it is when they reach the border, uh, all of the ports of entry are closed to them as well. They're not accepting asylum uh, applications at any port of entry, and even under the Trump administration, before this uh, CDC order closing the borders. Um, the reality was that they were capping the number of people who could apply for asylum at these ports of entry. And so what we've seen is that is that even with those caps, which were illegal in the in and of themselves uh, in 2019 and 2018, nearly 38 percent of unaccompanied children and families were applying for asylum at a port of entry, uh, you know, legally. You know, not violating the law in any way. That has now dropped to under the Biden administration, just 2%. So basically, there's a total prohibition on being able to apply legally. And that's driving the illegal flow. And that's causing so many of the problems. Uh, you know, people are ending up in border patrol facilities way out in the middle of nowhere because they have to walk all the way around to get around the wall. Uh, that Trump built, or or existing fencing. So uh, that's the main issues. Is there's no legal way to apply for asylum. And then if you do get into the country crossing the border illegally, then uh, what ends up happening is if you're a family, if you're a parent traveling with a child, you get sent right back to you know some of the most dangerous cities in this uh, hemisphere, in Tijuana and Ciudad Juarez. And these places are not uh, suitable to live homeless uh, with children. And so what's happening is that parents are sending their kids uh, across the border alone because as bad as the conditions are on this side of the border, uh, they're better than being homeless in Juarez uh, and, you know, facing the crime and destitution uh, that they've been expelled to. Uh, by this Biden uh, Trump policy of uh, of expelling uh, uh, families, and uh, the second policy that's happening at the border with kids is if you cross with an with any other family member, uh, a- and you're a child, that family member, you know, an aunt, an uncle, uh, a grandmother, they get expelled to Mexico while you get classified as unaccompanied and get transferred. Um, to, to shelters here in the United States so that is uh, again driving up these numbers of unaccompanied kids to heights that we haven't really seen uh, before they're expecting the largest number of quote-unquote unaccompanied kids and yet many of these kids parents are in Mexico and uh, other you know you know they were traveling with other relatives and and those relatives are being expelled so it's a huge chaotic and uh uh, messy situation, which um, you know the Biden administration really hasn't done anything uh, to improve it since uh, it took office uh, on January
0: twentieth. David Beer is an immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute. If you're a teacher or administrator, apply now for Sphere Summit, teaching civic culture together. Sphere Summit is a full scholarship professional development program for educators, grades 5 through 12. The summit will explore civil, constructive, and respectful discourse in the classroom. Visit cato.org sphere to learn more.